Hello, listeners and viewers on YouTube right now. Uh, it is Monday, and that means it's another episode of the Metal Rock and Whiskey News. What's up, guys? Hey. hey Matt. What's up, buddy? How's everyone doing? Well, well, I'm just hanging out with my good friends here, so... All right. Yeah. Awesome. Sad. Sad. Yes. Yeah, sad. a little sad. Yeah. That's true. Sad. Yeah, we had... Uh, it's It's been a... Well, Sailor will explain, but it's been a pretty rough day, uh, unfortunately, because we lost somebody else today. So I'm going to give it to Sailor to um, start this conversation. Well, unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to one of our whiskey heroes... A few weeks ago, and that was Dave Pickerel, and that was a rough one as well. Um, and uh, today we had to say goodbye to one of our—I don't—I don't even want to say comic book heroes because it's so much broader than that. Maybe one entertainment, entertainment, cultural yeah. icon heroes, perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're saying goodbye to Stan Lee today, who passed away at the amazing age of ninety-five. Um, I'm not sad for him. He lived a phenomenal life and he was a very happy person um, and and was able to see some amazing things happen to his own creations. I'm sad for me. Um, I And I want to preface this whole discussion by saying one thing. I've seen a lot of negativity today on social media. You know, oh, you didn't even know the guy. Why are you sad? Oh, everybody's got to jump on the bandwagon, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I'm going to speak for myself. Number one, I deal with loss and death in in the way that I deal with it. And that's my right. And uh, no one else can determine that for me. I'm going to feel what I feel and fuck anyone who doesn't agree with it. For me, I I have a connection to... I'm not telling anyone else how to feel about it or how to deal with it. You know, just me. Um... I have a connection to Stan Lee for multiple reasons. One thing is I didn't grow up with a dad in my home. So a lot of my father figures, a lot of the, um, you know, strong, all-powerful men figures, you know, that little girls look for in the world come from outside places. They came in the form of my grandfathers. They came in the form of my uncles. They came in the form of... of uh, entertainers, musicians, authors. Um, and I was an inquisitive kid and I was a creative kid and I was also nerdy. I was also weird as shit. I also felt like I was an ugly kid. I felt like I didn't belong and I didn't fit in. Um, and this is a common theme with, with unfortunately most human beings. This is our experience often. Um, Stan Lee was one of the people who helped me to feel that it was okay to be weird. It was okay to be strange. It was okay to be unusual. And sometimes the things that made us weird, that other people made fun of, were our superpowers. That is a hell of a thing to hand to a child. That is a hell of a thing to hand to a little girl in the 19, growing up in the 1970s. There was also... He was also a man who fought oppression, fascism, racism, who embraced diversity and was a superhero himself in that realm. And that was also very important to me. I grew up in New York City in a melting pot. I came from a Greek family. 
There were times in my life as a child that I was made fun of for having curly hair and hairy legs and eating weird food and not looking like a blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl, you know. Um, and my my grandparents had accents, and, you know, I, I, that was something that I carried with me. Um, so these are all the reasons for me personally Stan Lee is so important, and I know that there are so many other people that feel similar um, to myself in this respect. Um, also, growing up in the 1970s and 80s was a really interesting time for superheroes in general. Um, I was a huge comic book kid. Uh, I grew up watching Batman on reruns, the TV show. Um, Wonder Woman was a TV show that I, you know, sat with bated breath and waited for and was obsessed with. Also, The Incredible Hulk was a TV show on at the time. The Amazing Spider-Man was a TV show. We had the Christopher Reeve superhero, uh, Superman movies. And we had the Spider-Man cartoon, which was my absolute favorite. I was obsessed with it. I couldn't wait to get home from school. I would run off the bus throw my metal Wonder Woman lunchbox across the kitchen and sit down in front of the TV. And it was first the, you know, reruns of the Batman show and then the Spider-Man cartoon would come on. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> you know. Um, Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig, that's whatever <laughs> Spider-Pig does. <laughs> so, you know, this was... See, so with the creations of Stanley are very important to me and were a huge part of my childhood. Um, and then in the late 1970s, I, I could, it could have been 79 or 1980. I, I think it was 79. I actually got to see him in person. Um, he was not at, it was not at a Comic Con or anything like that. He was actually speaking. I don't, I'm, I'm pretty little at the time. I'm, I'm not eight years old yet. So I was probably six or seven. Um, it was a group of children. We would always go to this specific cool bookstore, which I cannot remember the name of in Manhattan. And they had this amazing story time. And then right next to it was something with an auditorium. I can't remember what the hell it was. And often they would have like big readings there. Um, you know, if it, I think it was an author that the, the crowd wouldn't fit in the bookstore. You know what I mean? So it was Stan Lee and there were two other authors there. Um, and I went and I remember, I didn't know who he was at first until he explained, you know, that what he created. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the Spider-Man guy. <laughs> and that's what I called him, the Spider-Man guy. I was like, it's the Spider-Man guy. But the way he spoke to us little children was I mean, as an adult now, fucking amazing. He he connected with these five, six, seven, eight-year-olds. Like we were tiny. And he said the coolest things to us. He said, you know, everybody is the same. We're all human. Like, you know, just talking to us about diversity and and all of this stuff and 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 equality. Like, what the fuck? You know, who gets to do that and keeps and kept us? We were all probably drooling. We, we couldn't even remember to swallow or blink, you know, while we're watching this guy. I just remember the room was total silence, and these are fidgety little children. Um, it, it was amazing. I, and I did get to see him again later in life at a Comic-Con. And once again, I didn't opt for the fucking picture. I paid the money, but I said, you know, I don't want to waste the time just standing next to him taking a picture with him. I wanted to tell him what he meant to me. Sorry. Well, yeah, I never, unfortunately, never had a chance to meet Stanley, but um, 
of course, was a huge fan of his growing up as I did back in the, uh, you know, in the seventies and eighties, those were my, um, that was my comic book period. Um, and it was probably, oh, once a month or so we would go run over to our local seven 11, get on our bikes, run right over to the seven <laughs> 11 and, uh, for all the new comic book releases and stuff. And we go in there and they had them at the time they had like these packs of like three comic books in a pack. And, I remember that. You know, yes. You, I would always yep. go for the Marvel ones. Yep. Either go for like Thor, Iron Man, um, Spider-Man, or like Fantastic Four. Of course, all Stanley um, comics. And, you know, you would get, you know, there'd be like a mystery one in there or two that you wouldn't know what you got until you opened it up and yep. pulled them out, you know, which was cool. And I'm looking back now and they're, you know, the cover price of them are like 60 cents which is amazing <laughs> yeah they were affordable and, yeah you know that's one thing that i a problem well i could go on a whole rant about the comic book industry oh, please, and how seriously. they're not catering to little kids anymore they're catering to adults who collect comics or kids that were impoverished else. that was really important yeah. to him he wanted the poor kids to be able to to have access sure. to these comics yeah because they were very accessible him. i could yes. go and take a little of my allowance money and go out and buy you know three or four comics at a time if i wanted to now yeah. if i wanted to buy three or four comics <laughs> at a time new ones i'd be dropping a 20 dollar bill I you know, a it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, Stanley, he was like, if you asked me to name a comic book author, I'd be able to tell you Stanley, but that'd be about it. You know, cause that was my main, um, author I would read growing up. So yeah, big loss for sure. Yeah. I was never, you know, for me anyway, unlike you guys, I was never big into the comics. Um, you know, having grown up in a, a different kind of a different time. Uh, but you know, I, you know, we did buy comics occasionally. My brother was big into horror comics, not necessarily the superhero stuff. Uh, but I do remember actually buying a silver surfer com comic because there was something about that character that was really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, cool. yeah. And then they, I saw what they did with him in the movie and I was kind of disappointed, but, um, that's a different conversation. Cover Joe Satriani's album. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed with that, but, um, you know, what's amazing to me about him, um, and then just one of the first thoughts I had, and my wife and I were actually watching, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp last night, kind of ironically, we were watching that and then this news breaks today. <laughs> um, so just very, very sad. And, you know, for the longest time, for decades, the man was, you know, just to bring this into a newer light, the man was a name on the front of a comic book for the longest time. Nobody... Maybe no one, unless they were a real hardcore fan, could pick him out of a crowd. They didn't know what he looked like. Um, you know, within the last 10 years or so, making all these cameos and being yeah. at the forefront of the transition of his characters to the big screen, everyone can pick him out. Everyone knows what he looks like. He's famous for his cameos. And my son's three years old. He's a huge Avengers fan. He probably doesn't understand anything that's going on in the movies, but he loves the characters. Uh, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to one day explaining to him the cameos of, of Stan Lee in those movies and explaining that he's the guy that created all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's just and, – and to me, that made him – as popular as his characters were, that made him a star being in these, in these movies. 
Uh, it could put a face to the man, uh, to the creativity, to everything. And, uh, you know, we talk about as a kid, when you have a comic book and you, you love these characters, you, you need to get lost sometimes. You need to get away from whatever reality is that you live in, whether uh, it's school and you need to escape school. Or maybe you're getting bullied or something like that, and you can escape into these stories, into these characters. And, you know, honestly, with these movies, I think it's the same for adults, too. You know, adults you know can go to the movies they can have a good time on the couch with their family watching these characters and i think that there's every there's parts of all these characters that are relatable uh in a human you know in a regular everyday sense as well and i think that's what's so amazing about him and his creativity and uh it's just a huge chasm that will never be filled unfortunately very sad yeah well said yeah for me uh I'm I'm probably you know sailor as you described uh, you know your experience uh, and and the way that 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 you uh, you know are receiving you know from an emotional standpoint I'm probably the I'm probably the opposite I'm not that I would ever tell you to not feel the way you feel you should just feel the way you feel and and, and that's it but uh, <clears throat> I mean I heard Stanley passed away and I was like oh well, that's you know that's a that's a bummer but I mean you know guys uh guys had a hell of a life and he's been playing with house money for how many years now and i mean he's still been uh you know involved to the extent that uh well tongue-in-cheek with the cameos is that uh he was always kind of labeled a like a shameless self-promoter because he would always kind of put himself in the different shows and everything so that's that's kind of the tongue-in-cheek of him doing these cameos of course Mm -hmm. uh there's always the, uh, you know, for the MCU stuff, um, Marvel Cinematic Universe for the lay person out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, one of the beautiful things that, uh, that Stan Lee and the guys, um, when they did the, the Marvel Universe pre, you know, film, <clears throat> excuse me, is that they, they put the characters in a universe so that these different characters could, uh, you know, join up together, do different fight, different villains together, do all this kind of stuff. And then when they uh, started bringing the film universe uh, together, really, you know, since we can, we can go on a really long conversation of how this all came together, but really since Iron Man one is when the current MCU kicked off and, uh, and his, his character is, is kind of known in the inside as, as one of the watchers or at least, that's the uh, the idea is that mm-hmm. uh, is that mm-hmm. he's one of the watchers, mm-hmm. and I found that that was to me how I received it today. The the irony of of him now being a watcher for real, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I I talked to my daughter that that's this is kind of something uh, when I grew up and the X Men cartoon that came on Sunday mornings was like my favorite cartoon to watch and. My best friend lived across the street, and uh, and he was Catholic, so his family went to church on Saturday nights. <clears throat> and when I was a kid, when I was that at that age, we didn't go to church, and so Sunday mornings, I'd run across the street in my pajamas and uh, eat breakfast with his family, and we would watch <laughs> we would watch the X Men cartoon, and then and my mom would just tell me just just be home by lunch, and so we'd watch the X Men cartoon, of course play 
pretending to be X-Men for about 40 minutes, and then I'd run back home <laughs> and uh, put my clothes on, have lunch, and then usually just go back outside and play the rest of the day. But <clears throat> uh, that was my like my introduction. Not that, you know, at, at that age, and this was, let's see, I think that, I want to say that was probably <clears throat> 90, 91, 92, right, right in there. Um, so... Uh, but uh, not like I had any idea who Stan Lee was at that age. And, and really, I mean, up until, uh, I don't know, probably probably once the, the MCU got really big. Because I, I, can't, I can't for the life of me sit down to read. I've, I've never been the kind of person that can sit down and read a comic or a book to save my life. But, you know, I can, I can watch a movie and recite it back to you almost line by line the first time I see it in a song, first time I hear it. So for me, it's been, it was the, it was the shows, the cartoons, the movies. Uh, it was all that kind of stuff for me. And it wasn't until the MCU film started coming out and, uh, and, and he started making his, you know, cameos through the shows and the movies that, that I even, I mean, I had always heard of Stanley, but I had never put the face with the name until, until that started happening. So, you know, um, Jake, a lot of, I've heard, I was, I had a quick little short chat with a Scotch trooper actually earlier today, and he brought this up and I'm surprised you guys haven't brought it up, especially Matt and Jake, you guys, cause he said, um, <clears throat> something about, um, mall rats, the cameo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Stanley oh, yeah. and mall rats. <laughs> yeah. Being in that, yeah, being I his favorite know. Stanley cameo. And yeah. he said, that's when he really figured out who stanley was yeah you know i knew that but i didn't really put at that time i didn't really put it i don't know why i didn't really put it together like because that was his first real i think popular (laughs) film appearance this is pre-mcu yeah see even for me that movie that movie's a little before my time because i was yeah i was 11 when that movie came out so i saw it way later for the oh, first sure, time, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I already seen the face and knew who he was. Yeah, so that's a yeah. different for their age group. Uh, yeah, totally. I guess it's still yeah, a bit totally before different. your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been yeah. <laughs> but yeah, being that Kevin Smith is a huge, yeah, huge uh, comic huge book fan, fan yeah. and he has so many homages yeah. to uh, yeah. comics and yeah. and all that stuff <laughs> in his films. Yeah. Um, that yeah, it kind of made me just want to go back and rewatch that movie again just to see that scene yeah. with Stanley mm-hmm. again. There's a great, awesome. um, there's a great, and I'll post it in our Facebook group. There's a great um, video someone did of all of the best uh, Stanley. Um, shit, I just lost my words. Cameos, Cameos. yeah, ever, and it's it's fantastic. And he was. First of all, his cameos, he was asked to do those. Um, they felt that they felt that he was a funny guy and that he was kind of handing over his creations and they thought it would just be funny to have him in there. And mm-hmm. so it wasn't really him trying to promote himself. Although there's nothing wrong with that if you I mean that's your you know, that's your shit. Um but that was actually something the 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 shameless self-promotion thing, that was something uh, I read in an article that, that he actually said in his autobiography. Well, yeah, but they asked him. They said, you know, people want to see you. And he had been asked to make be in, make cameos in movies way before he started making cameos in the Marvel Universe movies. Um, so 
I don't know. I just don't see it that way. But, you know, it's just a different perspective. Um, I just want to read one thing that uh, this is a direct quote from him that I feel like right now more than ever is really important. And I hope that beyond anything, the things that that I hope are his lasting legacy is that, you know, um, I hope equality and diversity one day become a thing that doesn't have to be discussed. I hope we can all just see each other as fellow human beings one day. Um, But until then, this quote resonates with me. Quote, bigotry and racism are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. But unlike a team of costume supervillains, they can't be halted with a punch in the snoot or a zap from a ray gun. The only way to destroy them is to expose them and to reveal them for the insidious evils they really are. End quote. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't mention that point that that was always one of the things that I really loved about the way that that he promoted equality throughout all of his characters was that in the comic universe, it's it's a meritocracy. Everybody got Mm -hmm. to where they got because of what they brought, because of their quality of character because their own personal strength i mean they were all there everybody came from a different background and everything else but you got to be the superhero because of your merit not because of anything else it didn't everything else was it was irrelevant it was how can it was it was absolutely a meritocracy and i i love that that those comics promoted that thought for sure, and also that that the you know that it was discussed. Oh, this person, you know, the mutants, you know, were were looked upon with a racist view by other people. You know, oh, you dirty, disgusting mutants, and that was so important. I think it's it's a great way to teach children about diversity and equality and racism and all of that. You know, and and these like you know supreme leaders that are trying to rule the world or whatever. You know, this is it's. I think it's such a great way to teach young people about that. It's a, it's a fantastic avenue for that type of learning. And um, I'm so thankful that he was able to do that. Well, fortunately, fortunately we've, we've, we've got, uh, we've got his works in right. print and in film and, yep. uh, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things, uh, you know, will we'll never die. So exactly. Uh, yep. Live on through his art. Yeah, I think it's just you know when when for me when icons people that are iconic to me when they pass away it's it's a bit of a reminder of my own mortality you know of of human mortality and I think that sometimes is what brings upon the sadness is oh that's right you know nobody lives forever especially someone who created superheroes you know so i think that's another part of why you know why it resonates with people why it makes them sad and and for me why i you know there's been some celebrities that have passed and it's it's hit me hard because not only did i value their art and their contribution to society but it's just a little reminder of our own mortality And here's here's hoping we get at least one more Stanley cameo because uh, I was thinking uh, about I think, I was talking about that with with yeah my daughter because today. I think yeah. Ca- Captain Marvel I think is done filming so hopefully <laughs> he too. hopefully we get one in March when that gets released so so I, when I picked my daughter from school uh, 
she's this is something that her and I are are just huge Marvel fans and it's something that we've done together I mean really since since she could understand a movie we've been watching the Mar- through all of the Marvel movies together and it's kind of our thing we go to Disney every year and we watch they do a big release when we're there and so we will watch one of the films at the theater <clears throat> and uh and so I, when I picked her up from school today, I, I I told her I said, "Hey, you know what? You know Stan, and she knows who Stan Lee is because I pointed out, you know, the cameos." And, and I said, "Stan Lee passed away today," and she goes, "Oh, I wonder if I wonder if the movie." This is a seven-year-old, mind you. She said, "I wonder if if the films that have already gotten done making that haven't come out yet, if he's going to be in any of those ones." Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. She goes, and then she goes, so what are your favorite cameos? She goes, my favorite is the Infinity War. We should watch that when we get home. So we did. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You want to go around the, yeah. go around the table? What's your, uh, what's your favorite Marvel character? Whew. Oh, well, I have to say Wonder Woman. I mean, it's just that there's no... Uh, There's no what? question. Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman. a DC I have Marvel s- character. You're going to have the wrath of the internet <laughs> oh, nerds coming down what? on you here. No. <laughs> I'm done. No. <laughs> I have to say, Wonder Woman is my favorite superhero character. Let you didn't let me finish because if <laughs> I have save. to Good choose save. a Mar- <laughs> because if I have to choose a Marvel character, I am not choosing a female Marvel character. So before my fellow ladies come at my door with um, swords and sticks... Well, it and shouldn't matter if it's a male or a female. ...things to beat me. Um, no, it matters, for sure. It matters. It matters to me as a woman. It absolutely matters. Um, but Spider-Man, just Spider-Man. I mean, that's... there. It's Spider-Man. There's no question. It's always been Spider-Man. Um, but he's not my favorite superhero. Well, that was my question. My question was your favorite Marvel character. I know, and I had to preface it <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> but everybody that knows me knows I'm a Spider-Man. Spider- Spider-Man, always. No, it's always been Spider-Man for me, yeah. too. Spider-Man. Always my number yeah. one guy. Yep. Um, with Iron Man following a close second, I believe. But, yeah. Matt? Well... <sighs> I would say as a kid, I would say Kid Matt would, it would have to be either Captain America or Silver Surfer. As an adult, transitioning into adulthood, I would say it's the Punisher. It's probably my favorite. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. What a choice. Someone who hasn't gotten his due in film yet, as far as I'm concerned, because um, that movie that they came out with, I just wasn't crazy about. But I think his time will come. But he's my favorite right now. Hmm. (laughs) I just got a text message, by the way, from one of my girlfriends that's like, bitch, if you don't say Jessica Jones, I'm going to beat your ass. (laughs) (laughs) See now? See? I fucking told you. (laughs) That's why I I said, I prefaced it with Wonder Woman first. And she's (laughs) like, you're going to get your ass kicked. I'm like, no. Like, either way, I'm going to get my ass kicked, apparently. So there you have it. My my favorite's... uh, uh, would would be Wolverine and Thor. Those are those are my two favorites. My Wolverine was was always my like I said X Men 
was my thing growing up. That was my, I, I loved everything to do with X-Men and still do. Uh, even some of the bad ones. I still yeah. love them. But, <laughs> there's a, co- there's a, a couple. The X-Men was, was a rough one. Was it was my one. favorite. It was my favorite show on TV. It was my favorite arcade game. I, I mm. mean, and I always wanted to be Wolverine, always. And uh, Wolverine um, is a cool as fuck character. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wolverine is cool as shit. I mean, th- you know, Thor. I, I love Thor and Captain America and Iron Man, but Spider Man will always be number one for me. So do, so Sailor, do you remember the live action Spider Man series yes. that used to be on? The and he hated it by the way. Back in the seventies. Yes, of course. The amazing Spider Man. I fucking yeah. loved it. I didn't know any better. I'm tiny, you know. What was that, seventy eight <laughs> right. or something? It was seventy six <laughs> yeah, to seventy nine. So, yeah. so I tiny. was like six or something like that. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was great. But Stan Lee later on said how I, I although, you know, when he talks about hating it. I felt like it was pretty on par with the other shows we were watching at the time, which was Wonder Woman. Oh, sure. Incredible the Hulk, Hulk. Incredible Hulk. What else yeah. was live action at the time? Frigno. Um. I, I mean, you had, your, you had your Bionic Woman and your Million Dollar yeah, Man sure. and your Charlie's yeah. Angels. And I felt, like, I, th- I felt like it was on par with all of those. But he said that he didn't think that they brought enough humor and humanity to the character. I mean, if you look I, at it now, it doesn't hold up, but fucking neither yeah. does Wonder Woman, neither does The Incredible Hulk. It's stupid as shit. Oh, like, speaking of, I just it, watched oh. an episode of Wonder Woman the other day. <laughs> that was so, pretty funny. I know, it's so bad, but <laughs> I, I thought it was the shit. <laughs> they would show, when she was standing around, she had, her boots had heels on them, but when she was running, <laughs> they were flat. She, all of a sudden, they were flat. Yeah. They, she yeah. had no heels on her yep. boots. Yep. <laughs> I remember my mom it's going to me. She she caught so she, I'm watching it and she's like, you know my mom is a is a hippie and you know the whole sixties thing. She's like, what the hell? Sweater, but it has to be all about sex. What the hell is this? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like I you know I didn't get it as a little girl that her right. outfit was very revealing, especially for oh, television sure. at the time. Yeah. it was basically the fucking Playboy bunny outfit made into an American flag. You know, yeah, actually, I didn't. It was. It was I, didn't, I didn't get it. You know, but I and I and she goes. Unlike those Charlie's Angels girls, they're always wearing boots and long skirts. And my answer was, I go, she's from another planet, mom. <laughs> she was Her like, skin whatever. is not temperature sensitive. <laughs> she- <laughs> and then she saw me watching Spider-Man. And she's like, this is much better. Like, all right, mom. But the cartoon, the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon... That went on until the 80s, right, Ed, I think? Well, the original one, yeah. like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I think was actually like late 60s, early 70s. What? I don't think, yeah. We were watching we were watching, we were watching reruns. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Well, they that was on forever, I felt like. Well, because there used to be like old Hulk cartoons, too, that were back in like the late 60s, early 70s or whatever that I would watch. And also Iron Man. There used to be an Iron Man cartoon back then, too. I don't remember that. But those were pro- those were probably before your time, because I, then I was getting back really young. I was probably five or six years old when those were on, so you were just a baby. What um, was the original? What was it called? The original? Oh, 1981. It ended in 81. Right? I think it ended in 81. No, it was the late 70s, the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. 
May of 79. This one. This one. Can you see Matt, that? Matt, Matt and I are sitting here like we didn't even get started until at least 82. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't recognize that logo. <laughs> like, as far as the cartoon. I'm like, is that, I'm like, is that the one with Toby? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, I couldn't stand him as... <laughs> Toby McGuire. Oh come on now! Uh, he will, he will always he will always it be is, my Spider Man. There's nothing exactly. no way around it. Yeah, I feel yeah. the same I, way. I feel the yeah. same way. I do like the yeah. current yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, Tom, Tom Holland is actually very good. Yeah. looks yeah. like a high school kid. Yeah, I, I'm yes. Right. I have to say, I was really scared. I'm like, again, we're doing this. It's just like the Batman. Like, fucking give it up already. Stop with the goddamn Batmans, please. I'm so fucking sick of it. I kind of like that they were all different though, because it, I mean. Is what what got really annoying with with the Batman's and with uh, when they first were changing over the Spider Man's is that they felt that they need to like redo the origin story every time and it was like just right mm-hmm. just just let it be a different rendition uh, you know like with the Batman some of them are you know cheeky and some of them are dark and you know they, they can appeal to different audiences but. I like that with the newest Spider-Man, they didn't go back and redo the origin story. Right, right. I mean, they they actually joke about it in the movie, like... Yes, 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 (laughs) yes, yes, exactly. I I actually like, I like that that Marvel is doing, that they're poking fun at themselves a lot in the movies, more and more lately. I agree. I I really enjoy that. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I was very, very worried about... I mean, Spider, because Spider-Man's my favorite, and everyone was said to me, no, 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 you know, it's okay, it's okay, you can watch it, you're not going to hate it. I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yes, yes. And, you know, it takes me a minute every time for me to feel like, is it my Spider-Man, you know? And um, I- I'm pretty happy with what they did with him recently. Yeah, I think a lot of the recent one, what makes it so great is his foil relationship with Tony Stark because yes. you know, Stark's in Homecoming and, and in, yeah. even in Infinity War they have a lot of dialogue yes. and you know you have yes. the father-son kind of figure there and right. yeah. I think that they play off each other really well and it makes it even more funny you know because yes. da- Robert Downey Jr. is like you know, who the fuck is this kid yeah. you know, it's just it's just so it's so good it's so good well and, that, and that the, they actually like that they 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 introduced him into the MCU through Civil War not even through uh, the Spider-Man movie. Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. So, yeah. It, so it, it almost it gave them license to not have to do an origin story in Homecoming. Yeah. They were able so to smart. Just kind of pick it up. They flash back in the in Homecoming. They flash back and just keep moving forward. And I like that a lot. Yes. Yes, I totally agree with you. It was smart. If that was planned that way, it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I like how there has not, at least in my opinion, and maybe I'm missing one, but I really feel like they, they haven't made a bad Marvel or a bad MCU movie yet. I feel like they've all done justice to the characters. I agree with you. Yeah, because I mean, totally. you know, the, you know, you know, DC. There's yeah. been duds, <laughs> Shit obviously, so many times. Yeah, oh yeah, my God. yeah. So. I mean, Speaking I really have Wonder Woman. Really? They shit the oh, bed with Wonder really Woman like big Wonder time. Woman. I don't know what the fuck that. Ugh. Mm. No. See, on the Wonder on the contrary, I thought that was awesome. a fantastic movie. They fucked it up. Oh. Zeus, the choice for Zeus. Are you fucking kidding me right now? That was fucking terrible. And they didn't stay. They didn't stay. Ugh. Please, <laughs> we could go on about that. We're talking. We're not talking about DC tonight. How was that terrible? I don't understand. I hated it with a passion. Oh, and nope. Sailor, just get back to you. Um. The series I'm thinking about, I just looked it up. 
It was three seasons from 67 to 70 is actually when it ran. So I don't know what's... Yeah. Was it hmm. a cartoon? I don't know. Which, I don't know. But we'll have to converse. I have no idea. Who later the, who the hell about knows? this. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, we had four channels and <laughs> yeah, you I remember what it was watched, on. Right? Was it in Chicago? It was Channel 44 <laughs> in Chicago. So what do you do? I I don't know what channel it would have been. Like it's wasn't it on one of the? It was on the ABC, CBS, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it says it's an ABC time. series. NBC. You had three. Yeah, you had four channels when we were growing up. You had ABC. NBC, CBS, How and PBS. That was it. That, uh, the end. that it was on ABC, which is now owned by Disney, as is Marvel. Uh huh. That's true. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that is the news for this week. Unfortunately, it was kind of sad news, but, you know. Hopefully That's we bring you good goes. news. Hopefully we bring you good funny news next week. Yes, let's have just... It's been a downer. Oh, damn, has it been a downer. I think, I, think, yeah. I think we've had a good yes. time remembering, you know, a, 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 an important man's life. And I I mean, sure. we celebrated today more than we mourned. For sure, but the... Yeah. Abs- no, this is abs- very true. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, right. but I would like for us to celebrate something happier next time. <laughs> something much happier. <laughs> I love this That's conversation. This is one of my favorite things to talk about is 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 Marvel. So <laughs> Yeah, well, we could we, we could really go on for a full This is episode. well here's this is what I was gonna suggest to you guys. What I would really like to do, especially now, as an MRW tribute to Stan Lee, I would love for us to do a full show on the Marvel universe and to I would like for all of us to kind of, as we just picked our favorite characters, pair a whiskey with was, it. Yeah, I was going to say. Talk about some of the music, music that's is, been, especially uh, in the new prevalent. movies. I mean, the music is not Yes. So that's what I suggest we do as our tribute. We do a show like that. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. I think that's also, that ties into, cool. might tie into why I love Thor so much, is that he, they always seem to play immigrant song. In every single form. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I know, always, I know, I know, I know. That song is always giving me chills as yes. it is. And then it's always like, right when he's about to just kick ass. Yes. It's just immigrant song. It's yes. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite Zeppelin song, you know. So when I first heard that, I was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. I gotta anyway, we got to save this yeah. for that discussion. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Put a bow on it. Good night, everyone. This has been the news. All right, bye. See, <laughs> do we want to announce what's uh, okay, bye. Wednesday? <laughs> nope, okay. Have a good week. No. See ya. You know, I guess one person can make a difference. Enough said. <laughs>